live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. What's up, everybody? Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Eggman Ronnie James on your radio. Hello. Email me at radioaddiction at mail.com. Radioaddiction at mail.com. You got anything you want to say to me? Something you want to get on the air? Something you care about? Something you're passionate about? Nah, forget all that crap. Call me if you want to raise hell. Okay? Yeah, that works. Just call me if you want to raise hell with the Eggman and uh, say, hey, man, your radio show sucks. Or it's great. Or you love me. Or you're going to start stalking me here in the uh, foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, right? Okay. Let's crank these headphones up a little bit. Dwayne The Rock Johnson hypes Joe Rogan's apology. Perfectly articulated. Everybody jumping on the uh, Joe Rogan bandwagon again. Who am I to talk, right? I got Joe Rogan in my... uh, podcast description if you like joe rogan you'll love the eggman yeah i you know hey who am i to not try to uh get in on somebody's coattails you know what i'm saying use his name everywhere you can so the title of this show joe rogan says spotify 100 mil is in the bank so f off now that's what i think really went on behind the scenes of course now you're seeing all this big uh thing with the neil young who, you know, great musician, writer, singer, songwriter, great musician of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, and Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg, and uh, the Heart of Gold singer, right? He accused uh, Joe Rogan and his podcast of spreading false information about COVID-19 vaccines. Now, who died and made Neil Young a doctor, first off, or a scientist, or anyone that should even give a shit? about what Joe Rogan's guests say about COVID-19 and what Joe Rogan's opinion is about COVID-19. Why is it that um, everybody's opinion when it comes to COVID-19 it becomes so political? Because it's all a big political game. Uh, with these curmudgeon rock stars and, and these ultra-liberals, Gwen Pataki, whatever her name is, Biden's, uh, press secretary, just to hear her laugh, talking about cops being killed and violence being up in the United States of America, but making it into a joke, making it funny. I, you know, you're not gonna hear me joking about cops getting killed and violence and people getting hurt because of senseless violence. Not gonna happen here. But anyways, yeah, Joe Rogan. Made his little speech on, uh, what does he use? Instagram. I don't even know how to use Instagram. I'm probably F it up. And, uh, yeah, so old Joe, not old Joe, but, you know, he's a little younger than I am. He, uh, you know, he's going up against these rock and rollers. And the whole thing comes down to Spotify got a huge bump from this, no matter how you cut it up, because of the fact that uh, Publicity is publicity, whether it's good or bad. It's still publicity, and it has an effect on your listenership, and the more people that know about you, the, the better. And uh, Spotify is already a 
you know, $100 billion operation, something like that. And um, the comparison that they, you know, the uh, the way that they had to, the, 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 you know, the, the thing they had to weigh out was, you know, let's see, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, who technically, in the eyes of most people, in the demographic that everybody wants, the 18 to 35 or whatever it is, that demographic, they don't know who the hell Neil Young is. They don't know who the hell Joni Mitchell is. Couldn't care friggin' less. So that is basically what that comes down to. I mean, they just don't care. And uh, so I'm sure Spotify's people in a back room somewhere, and I'm sure Joe Rogan told them, look, I'm going to kiss your ass a little bit because I like your $100 million in my bank account. I like it a lot. You've made my life very, very good. So not going to bite the hand that feeds me. You know what I'm saying? Not going to do it. I'm going to be okay with it. And uh, that's simple. That's just simply how it is. Now, Spotify, you know, I mean, they paid this guy $100 million for the exclusive rights of the uh, Joe Rogan Experience podcast. He's not on any radio stations. Hell, no one's going to put that kind of stuff on. No one's going to put three hours of anybody just uh, sitting there talking. Long form, why not? Because it's excellent. And uh, he's powerful, man. 11 million listeners. And no, nobody comes close to that. I mean, he's a, only a podcast and, and no TV station, network, box even. They don't come near that, any of the big networks. And um, so they, they chose Rogan over Neil Young. And you get it. I get it. And it's no great loss for anybody, except for maybe Neil Young and uh, what's her name? The old chick being singer. Can't remember her name already. See how quick it goes? So it's a done deal. But they, like I said, now you just can't hear Neil Young's music on one of the largest music venues ever. So what did you really gain, Neil Young, except for show your ass to the world that you're an idiot? You know, the, the, the whole thing, this whole COVID-19 derangement syndrome, it's just a whole another derangement syndrome. It's just, it looks just like Trump derangement syndrome. It has the same look on people's faces. That sour puss, that, ugh, you won't wear a mask. You don't believe in masks. You don't believe in vaccines. No, we're going to cancel your ass. You can't. Talk to nobody. You can't go nowhere. And that's his whole thing. And Joe Rogan is big enough to say F you. And uh, I'm stupid enough to say F you to all this crap. And I don't care. So that's what Joe Rogan and I have in common. He's got $100 million. And I'm just stupid on the radio. So, uh, yeah, give me a break. All right. Eggman Radio Addiction. The email radioaddiction at mail.com. Give me a shout out if you dare. Forbes Magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado Magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. 
We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan Cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit Corona Cigar. Welcome back to Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Eggman Ronnie James on your radio email radio addiction at mail.com. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg apologizes for saying um, the Holocaust isn't about race. And then she had to backtrack. And uh, somehow, I don't know, was she scheduled to be on, what's his name, uh, Cardo, Ding Dong, uh, the fake uh, Republican, fake Democrat, fake whatever he is, late night guy, who's not even close to a Johnny Carson or a David Letterman or anything even close. In fact, he's just a another liberal pinhead. Just another woke, cancel culture, creepy-ass Democrat, liberal. <clears throat> Hiding in Hollywood, behind a microphone. Oh, look, I have a microphone, so watch what I can do. Watch me completely act like a cancel culture joke. Make fun of the American way. Cover Joe Biden's ass. You're just a suck job. You're just a bunch of suck jobs. At least we have Bill Maher. Ah, yes. Who would ever thought that uh, people would be talking about Bill Maher in the sense of being moderate? You know, being middle of the road. And And it is. That's what happens. That's what happens. No matter what political nature always takes you back to the middle, doesn't it? Whoopi Goldberg, she's such a great example of woke Hollywood idiots living in this fake life that they live in with their security, you know, not caring about crime, not caring about cops getting killed, not really giving a damn, really just being a racist in their own right. Black Hollywood is the worst. I mean, they are the biggest bunch of racist apologetic for Black Lives Matters, bunch of morons. Sorry, you just are. There's nothing racial about that. They want to try to make race out of everything. Yo, you can't say that. You can't say this. So we're going to come after you. Go ahead. Come after me. Because the truth is out. And uh, it's a beautiful thing to watch. CNN starting to actually report some real news coming out of their shell. And um, Whoopi Goldberg... Is a perfect example that will lead into the next story, too. I think that I have, uh, oh, yeah, the uh, Rachel Maddow is being pushed right off of MSNBC. Now they're saying that she's going on a hiatus and all that bull crap. And uh, guess what? It's a lie. It's uh, She's uh, got the living snot beat out of her by Jesse Waters. 
And that's a, a fact of life. So, yeah, how does Whoopi get on um, Colbert? That's his name. Colbert, so quick, right? I mean, you can just get on Colbert and apologize to the whole goddamn planet. It, it, it's just not right. Why should she have that power? Joe Rogan, with all his listeners, he had to get on his Instagram. And he's got more people, I'm sure, watched him on his Instagram and heard his message than anybody heard Whoopi Goldberg on Colbert last night. And, and the way she tried to weasel her way out by saying, the Jewish people around the world have always had my support, and that will never waver. Goldberg wrote in a message posted on her social media. I'm sorry of the hurt I caused. Well, they're not going to try and go after her. Why not, right? Because they're not. She is. She is who's going after people. That's why. They can say whatever they want. See, those idiots on The View, Joey Blowhard and uh, the other liberal Trump derangement syndrome freakazoids that are on there, they can say whatever they want and get away with it. And they never have to. Joey Blowhard can say anything she wants on that damn show and never gets criticized for it. They never go after her. And she doesn't even apologize. And when she does, it's even more moronic than the actual statement itself that she made. Goldberg quoted Jonathan Greenblatt of the Anti-Defamation League as saying that the Holocaust was about the Nazis' systematic ambition of the Jewish people who they deemed to be an inferior race. Uh, can you say race? Goldberg wrote, she should have said during her comments on the show that the Holocaust is about both race and man's inhumanity to man. She tried to be all intellectual. No, it's not about race. It's about inhumanity to man. Trying to minimize, which is black people do it all the time. They try to minimize other people's racial plight because they think they own it. They think they own the, oh, we own slavery. We own um, being treated bad. Uh, we own being killed by cops excessively. We own that. So, uh, you know, it's a fact of life even though the statistics don't bear it out. And then you got Black Lives Matters stealing money. Just another scam. Just another scam. You know, you can't even have, I mean, at least white people have, uh, what's his name, from Tunnel of Towers. And who knows, you might find that to be corrupt too. All these things might be corrupt. But yeah, it's coming back to race all the time. It does, doesn't it? White people are this. Black people are that. Spanish people are this. Jewish people, whatever religion you are, let's go after them if we don't like it. But you can't go after Whoopi Goldberg and her type, the Hollywood ilk. You got to stay away from them. And, uh, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg, you know, the, the, when you're moron, and you, you can't stop that. See, moronness is moronness. You can't change it. Joey Blowhard and, then, you know, they, as soon as you open your mouth, uh, Kamala Harris is the perfect example. And Kamala Harris is the perfect example of going all the way to the top almost and, and, and never really having to be vetted of how smart you are. Have skipped to elude with a bunch of of uh, generalizations and um you know three by five card uh, um not even three by five card that's giving her too much credit uh, you know a bumper sticker that's what it is bumper sticker mentality everything you say is just a a bumper sticker for the liberal left-wing socialist party of morons that's it 
Radioaddiction at mail.com is the email. Radioaddiction at mail.com. Let me know what you think. We'll be right back. This is the Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Don't touch it. Keep your hands off that thing, okay? Stop scratching it. Oh, jeez. November 1802. John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she'd promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Okay, Jesse Waters' new show, Jesse Waters' primetime. He got that uh, coveted 7 o'clock after the, uh, the the Fox News special event with uh, Greg Erickson or whatever his name is. The uh, No, uh, Brett Michaels. No, uh, Brett Bear. And the Fox News um, evening report. So uh, something like that. And uh, Jesse Waters got that 7 o'clock spot following that. And he's got Brett Bear handing it off to him every night. It's a big, big spot for Jesse. And taking over, basically, you know, Bill O'Reilly had the 8 o'clock spot there for years. So Tucker Carlson had that. And Jesse probably has wanted that. And now he's got his spot, you know, in between, sandwiched in between Brett Bear and Tucker Carlson. Ooh, it's a Republican sandwich. And uh, so uh, Rachel Maddow is uh, being uh, kicked off the air at MSNBC. Now, they're saying it's a hiatus, and she came on last night. She had a long, crying dissertation. Fact is, she's been called out for lying. And uh, she's been built her entire show on misinformation. And the misinformation thing, they're trying to pin that on all the Republicans and all the conservatives. But guess what? The people that own that... Adam Schiff, all those people, liars down the line, the Trump derangement syndrome people that are just freaky, weird people, they still, to this day, the true Trump derangement syndrome people still just get freaky because their man, Joe Biden, has proved to just be the doddering, rambling old man that we tried to tell all of you morons that he is and was and now is again and has been for a long time. He's never been shit for a politician. All of his years, 50 years, and they're the biggest bunch of thieves. Have you seen the thing that's coming out with uh, Gene Pirro on Fox Nation, uh, the Hunter Biden story, the hardest man to arrest in Hollywood or something like that, and, you know, whatever. It's another, it's a, it's, but it's a hit piece on him. But he was a piece of shit. Three laptops with all kinds of corruption, sex addiction files, him, you know, having sex with prostitutes and smoking crack cocaine, spending hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars, at least tens of millions, 
lining Joe Biden's pockets with money too, and and the, and the nerve of Joe Biden and, and and that energyless Joe Biden and Jesse Waters man just knocking Rachel Maddow right off the planet. That is a beautiful thing. We saw it even last night. Was uh, the text was Water said he goes real quick. We're not going to play you the sound, but we know how much misinformation that Rachel Maddow has pushed on her show, and there has been a big announcement today. Her pushing a lot of misinformation. It didn't really affect her too much, but losing to Jesse Waters prime time for an entire straight week that has pushed her over the edge, and she has announced that now she is going to take some time off. And Don Jr. was on, and uh, he said that she's going to pursue some other projects for the uh, foreseeable future. And as I just wanted to tell America, Jesse Waters says, you're welcome. And thank you, Jesse Waters, for running that lying bitch off of TV, off of MSN, NBC. Oh, yeah, and I can just see the Trump derangement syndromes blinking their eyes right now when you say that. You can't say that Jesse Waters ran her off. Trump! Trump! Stop him! Kill him! Yeah. And uh, Trump had like 65,000 people at a rally. Very successful. Everything going good. But you don't hear nothing on mainstream news about Donald Trump. They have him squashed. And they just keep on the insurrection thing, you know. The 25, 30 people that broke the law and should be arrested and in prison. But there's like 200 and something people that they've just randomly arrested. And people that didn't even go in, didn't even do anything. And they know it was organized. Those 25, uh, they're probably liberals. And they infiltrated and they caused this to happen. They damaged Donald Trump. They're looking into the future. It's actually a smart plan what they're trying to do. Because it's the only way they could knock Donald Trump down was to go that route. You know, was to infiltrate and be part of the attack on... Uh, and don't get me wrong, there's people mixed in there, okay? You've got some really crazy right-wingers mixed in with really crazy lefties. And uh, they're all stupid. And they didn't think this thing through. And um, they walked into the Capitol building, which is the People's Building. And like I said, I've said many times, as a kid, you could walk freely in those places when you were when I was a kid, before uh, 9/11, before the security changes, and all the you know everything like that. And uh, that's why it was so weird to watch. But yeah, good old Jesse Waters, good for you, buddy. Tom Brady, uh, Mr. Perfect, retires on top. He's going to, uh, uh, you know, spend more time with his kids and more type on top of his wife. No. Um, uh, Tom Brady, I mean, really, look at it. He is the next juicy victim of the uh, cancel culture derangement syndrome group, right? Isn't he the perfect? Isn't he right there just teed up on a nice, big, high, white, shiny, bleached out golf tee? Tom Brady's head just sitting there. Oh, man, this guy's Mr. Perfect, man. He is just one sentence away saying the wrong thing, and they will bring him down because he's never really been public about his politics, and that's not good enough for the left. They want you to promote them. You can't even be quiet. Being quiet is like if you don't, if you're not an anti-racist, then you're a racist. If you don't talk about racism, 
and you don't believe in racism, then you you, know, you don't think there's racism in your neighborhood, then you're a racist. You know, it's like you're a racist if you like uh, marshmallow cream pie. Or you're a racist uh, no matter what. You're just a racist because you're white and you're rich and you're this and you're that. We'll be back. Eggman Radio Addiction. Oh, the Indian takeaway. Overordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taco dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, love. So. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. <laughs> cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. When you came in, the air went out. And every shadow filled up with doubt. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Oh, you do bad things with you. Sexual harassment in the metaverse. A woman claims she was virtually raped in that world of metaverse, whatever that all is, right? I don't know. I've never been in the metaverse. I've seen it. I've seen people on there, kids on there. It's weird. You have a life in the on on in the internet. It's like that movie, which I don't even like. Those movies. I don't like those movies about somebody gets shrunk down to a liquid and they get shot into somebody's eyeball and they have to travel through their body, or they have to travel through the metaverse and they get injected into a computer, and uh, that becomes your life. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. It's creative, but uh, my brain is just too old and simple for that. So this woman claims she was uh, sexually harassed and uh, raped in the as a as an avatar, a male avatar, a whole bunch of uh, male avatars cornered her in a metaverse room and raped her, and uh, she's claiming a rape and uh, you know she's charging and uh, you know what did we come to? Is that possible? I mean, if if a man can be arrested for looking at pictures of, say, a young girl online, why couldn't um, a man be arrested for raping a woman in the metaverse, right? I mean, prisons are full of people charged with a sex offense because they looked at something online. So what's the difference between looking at something online and uh, being in the metaverse and being raped, right? Must have the same poor mental effect on those victims, right? That poor victim that... uh, you know, is out there. Oh, you know, yeah, it's just none of it makes any sense, right? None of it makes any sense. And uh, yeah, so Tom Brady done. He's gone. Hip replacement. Now, you know, your hip could be uh, replaced um, and the storefront could be in a mall, your local mall. That's that's coming, believe it or not. And uh, me being having personal knowledge of this. <laughs> because I'm in the market for hip replacement. And believe me, if I could go to a mall right now and get it replaced and I have to go through all of the uh, bureaucratic bullshit that I have to deal with um, in the um, in the real world, I would, uh, you know, take it up in a heartbeat. Hey, it's better to conquer yourself than to win a thousand battles. Then the victory is yours. Remember, radioaddiction at mail.com. Eggman, I say over and out. See you next show.
That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.